Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Nate Maxson, your host, here with you. This is just a small little episode of the show where I am going to recap so far the We Can't Wrestle podcast Hall of Fame because I have sent out officially the nominating ballots for this year, and I am very excited because the Hall of Fame is my favorite thing to do each and every year here at the WNR Podcast Network where we honor the greats, we debate the careers, we debate who should get in, who should not be in. I really, really, really enjoy this project, the We Can't Wrestle Podcast Hall of Fame. But before we get into that, I had a couple of things I wanted to, I don't know, maybe rant about a little bit this week. And, and honestly, these aren't things that are, that are new. And some of the things have even uh, happened in the past in wrestling, before social media, before the internet. Some of the things I'm even guilty of myself. But I still want to rant a little bit here this week on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. A little scorched earth, if you will. Because no one's getting left out on this one. Don't worry, you're all going to be mentioned. Being a wrestling fan in 2023 is super annoying. And why is it super annoying? It's not even necessarily super annoying because of the wrestlers or the storylines or the TV shows. It's really annoying because of the fans and the journalists, especially on social media. Hear me out. First of all, you have all these goofs, all these goofs out there that fight about AEW versus WWE like it's their goddamn life. Like they're making one dime from either one of these promotions to be out there promoting it. Now, from the promotion standpoint, it's great. Every bit of social media buzz is great. So you getting fired up out there about AEW versus WWE like a bunch of big fat babies is actually very good for the company, so good job in supporting them as fans. That is one thing, and, and you really are fans, I guess. But you, you really look sad. I mean, you really look sad, a lot of you. Not to say there isn't a lot wrong with WWE. Not to say there isn't a lot more wrong with AEW. Um, there's a lot to complain about from both promotions. But what gets me is the fans, and it's not even so much the fans that debate the product, debate the storylines, debate the wrestlers, debate the events, all of that stuff. It is this it's this ridiculously small penis way of reacting to each other. You don't debate about, you know, uh, WWE storyline with ex-wrestler and ex-wrestlers kind of boring. It, it, it isn't like that. It's like, you suck because you like WWE. What do all those AEW fans feel like now? Who gives a shit? Let them enjoy what they want to enjoy on both sides. Who cares? Why do you personally attack each other? What is so lacking in your own pathetic little lives that you have to attack each other personally over fucking professional wrestling? You look dumb. You look sad. Fucking grow up. Okay, that's what I'll say to those people. And then you, you know the real ones that like have no idea about the history of the business um, because you'll see these people. One of the most annoying things on the planet right now is the arena camera shots showing empty seats. Okay. First of all, first of all, why, why are you, why are you there watching that product 
if you don't like it to take a picture you bought an empty you bought a seat to take a picture of empty seats that that's what you did because that's really sad too and you obviously like the product because you're there or you're stupid or you're stupid for spending your money on a ticket so which is it you actually like the product you claim to hate or you're stupid those are your two choices but you obviously also don't know the history of the business because the wrestling business has dealt with this forever. You go back, if you have not, and watch the some of the arenas that they were in for Monday Night Raw in, say, like 1995, there's maybe 500 people there. They're in this really small building where it's, it's so small you can actually people see people standing against the wall in the background. It looks like it's being filmed at an indie show. Um, you see video of, of times during the, the heyday, even of the NWA where there's empty seats in the arena at the TV tapings, empty seats is not a new thing. Small crowds are not a new thing. Ups and downs in the business. It's cyclical ups and downs are not a new thing. This promotion gaining a little ground against this promotion, against this promotion, gaining a little ground against this promotion, not a new thing. You're obviously all very new to this and very into your social media and very into yourselves, quite frankly. And that's pretty pathetic, too. Then there's another thing that really annoys me. There are pages and I don't subscribe to any of them. So I don't know why I even see them. It's because Facebook has that stupid suggested for you thing that you can't get rid of. And there are like these pages like with wrestling 24-7 or pro wrestling this or pro wrestling that. I was actually trying as we speak to scroll through my Facebook to see if one would come up. And of course, uh, Facebook's making me look like an idiot right now because none of them are coming up under a suggested for you. But anyway, you have all these wrestling pages that act. They, they, they have their own little Facebook page. I know, I do too. I get it. I'm a podcaster. There's a million podcasts. I get it. You can lump me in if you want. Call me a hypocrite if you want. That's all right. I'm just doing this on my show. You do what you want to do on your show or your post. But there's all these pages where these guys are like, they act like they're they're wrestling journalists. Like they actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Like they actually have an inside scoop. On what? You are just a guy, just like me, sitting behind your keyboard, in your little, on your phone, whatever, in your little house, just typing up stuff, usually to just incite people and divide them. AEW sucked at this, or WWE sucked at that, or blah, blah, blah. Or this is a news story that's completely fake, but I'm going to go ahead and put it out there anyway, because at least 20% of the population is stupid enough to believe that I know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's why you don't see anything like that in our Facebook group or on our Facebook page because I am not a wrestling journalist. I do not have an inside scoop. I have no idea. I talk to the people I talk to when I talk to them. Usually it's just my friends and we're just talking about wrestling. Once in a while I may have an interaction with a journalist, but I don't ask them, you know, who's who, who stole whose diaper bag this week in the locker room because I don't fucking care. But all these fucking goofs come up on my suggested for you on my Facebook feed, and then I'm like, I'm just going to leave Facebook. And then I don't do it because I, too, am a hypocrite. Pro wrestling world, there's one. The fuck? Anyway, (laughs) continuing on. So there's another thing that bothers me is not wrestling journalists on Facebook or Twitter. Oh, Twitter's the worst. Twitter, oh, scroll through Twitter. 
everybody on Twitter has to have my micro penis because they're definitely compensating for something. Everyone on wrestling Twitter, other than actual wrestlers and actual journalists, obviously has a micro penis because that they're really pathetic. That's the worst. It's the most so toxic. All right, two more things. Two more things. First of all, can we all get together and promise that when a wrestling story breaks, like a wrestler passes away or CM Punk returns to the WWE, can everybody just have one designated friend that that posts the story about it? We're not all breaking news. It's not breaking news. You're not breaking news. You're not breaking news. You don't have to post it. We all see it. We've all seen it. We've all heard it. We know this guy died. We know this thing happened. Everybody doesn't. You'll get on Facebook or Twitter or any social media and you get... You get more and more as I'm doing this, I'm thinking about leaving social media. Oh, man. Anyway. But yeah, everybody's posting the story. Everybody. If you know that everybody else is already going to post it, why are you posting it? What are you, what are you doing? Stop it. Cut it out. It's annoying. I want to see memes and... Recipes for pineapple upside down cake. Something. Anything other than CM Punk returns to WWE. I just watched it! Last and certainly not least from this past weekend, going on the CM Punk thing actually, was one of the cool things that I saw that happened to these internet dweebs. And it was that wrestling actually for a little bit, for maybe 48 hours, these people who have forgotten what professional wrestling is actually got worked by professional wrestling and it was fantastic it was fantastic to watch people overreact about drew mcintyre putting on his hoodie and leaving the arena like a fucking baby at the survivor series Ugh. and and seth rollins reaction to cm punk coming to the ring does this mean he's leaving yes he's gonna leave his high paying million high paying millions of dollar job where he's a world champion and one of the biggest names in the biggest wrestling company on the planet because somebody he had differences with a decade returned in chicago worked marks you're all fucking marks just like me stop acting like you're not it's it's facebook it doesn't make you anybody or anything Stop it. Can we get back to reality, please? Can we just get back to being fans? Can we just get back to enjoying? Like, watch this shit you enjoy and don't watch this shit you don't. I know. And and again, I've said this a million times. It's not a matter of critiquing. You can critique something. I will watch a WWE show and go, man, I definitely did not like that match. And here's why. But I'm not going to harp on it forever. And AEW, I'm not a big fan of Dynamite. It takes me about 35 minutes to watch Dynamite because there's so much of it I don't like. I just watch what I like. Watch what you like. If your life is so unbelievably pathetic that you have to list, that you have to watch something that you don't like just so you can get on the internet and complain about it, you need a hooker. You need to get a hooker Get a hooker, get laid. You need to. You need to. Because you're really, 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 really getting on some of our nerves. All right, so there it is. There's my rant. There's all I had to say. Just wanted to throw it out there. And again, being a hypocrite, I am just one more guy of the thousands and thousands of guys that have wrestling podcasts. I'm doing the same thing. I'm just 
doing doing my own thing, but I don't ever pretend to be an expert. You got to give me that one. I am no expert. You just get what I think, and and, and we try to be entertaining here and do some comedy and, and different things like that, and a lot of positive conversation on this show. And we don't talk about things we don't know what the fuck we're talking about either. So, I mean, again, like I said, I know you're going to be like, he's a hypocrite, he's got a podcast, everybody's got a podcast, everybody's got a Facebook page. Yes, you're absolutely right, probably. But I also might be right about some of the things I just said. I may be right. I may be crazy. But I just may be the loon. Sorry. All right, so there, here we go. The positive stuff. The Hall of Fame. The We Can't Wrestle podcast Hall of Fame. I have sent out this year's ballot. Um, so just a reminder, the classes of 2020, 2021, and 2022, um, the people that are already in the Hall of Fame, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, The Undertaker, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Andre the Giant, Randy Savage, Vince McMahon Jr., Steve Austin, Terry Funk, Dusty Rhodes, Bruno Sammartino, Jerry Lawler, Harley Race, Jim Cornette, Bret Hart, Luthez, The Road Warriors, Roddy Piper, Shawn Michaels, Gene Okerlund, Fred Blassie, Buddy Rogers, Kurt Henning, and Paul Heyman. Now, already on the ballot from last year, because you do get to be on the ballot for five years before you go back through the nominating process, okay? So there are a couple of guys who this year are on the ballot for their fourth year, so if they go through next year and don't get in, They'll have to go back through the nominating process. So on the ballot so far for this year are 17 of the 25 that will be on the ballot. Stu Hart, who's been on for four years. Sting, four years. Ricky Dozon, four years. The guy, One of the guys that I really tried to push to get in the past few years. He deserves it. I'll go over why when we discuss it on the show once the Hall of Fame is over. Mick Foley's on the ballot for three years. Arn Anderson, three years. The Rock, three years. Bob Backlund, three years. Vader, three years. Ted DiBiase, three years, two years, I'm sorry. Vader's been on for two years as well. I think I said three. Junkyard Dog, two years. The Midnight Express, two years. Sensational Sherry, two years. Rick Rude, two years. Ricky Steamboat, two years. Sergeant Slaughter, one year. The Sheik, one year. And John Cena, one year. So that is the 17 of the 25 that will be on the ballot automatically this year because they're already there. The nominating people, then my panelists, will be nominating, each of them will nominate eight talents, whether it be men, women, tag teams, promoters, commentators, whatever, to be put on the ballot this year. And the pers- the people who get, obviously, the most nominations will be the other eight people that are on the 25-person ballot for this year. So... The criteria to consider. 10 years plus as a pro, and I do always say exceptions could be made in a situation like, you know, Magnum TA, where his career was ended through no fault of his, well, it was, he he had a car accident. I don't know if it was his fault or not. He was a single car, but anyway, regardless, Magnum TA could be an exception. But yes, 10 years plus as a pro, in-ring ability, promo ability, being of significance to the business, whether as a whole or to a certain promotion or territory, and drawing power, and for tag teams, They need to have been a consistent team for at least one calendar year. So that is it. That's the criteria. That's the ballot so far for the 2023 We Can't Wrestle Podcast Hall of Fame. Thank you all for listening to my little rant at the beginning. And we'll be getting back to normal shows here shortly. With the holidays and everything going on, it's been pretty hectic for everybody. So we haven't been able to get together and do a show. But I think we do have one coming up this weekend. And uh, Reliving the Extreme will also be back this week. 
uh, after taking Thanksgiving week off. So that being said, I'm going to sign off. Thank you all for joining me for this very quick and short and hopefully, I don't know, entertaining episode of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. We'll see you next time around. Have a great day, everybody.